This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. The reigning American League Division champions head into 2020 with their sights set on bigger things. This is the show that keeps you plugged into that pursuit with all the news, moves, and more. It's the Twins Hot Stove Show, presented by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. And here's your host of the Hot Stove Show, Chris Atterbury. Well, a happy new year one and all, and welcome to Minnesota Twins Baseball 2020. This is the Twins Hot Stove Show. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. How memories are created and legends are made. Hoping everybody had a wonderful holiday season and today ringing in 2020 with friends and family as we turn our attention back to the baseball world. Now we took a week off over the holidays so uh, there has been a, a few things that have transpired since last we spoke. We will cover that here at the outset. We've got our contest winner, a new contest for you and then we've got an extended conversation with Jake Odorizzi. Now due to the holidays we did speak with Jake before New Year's Day. Uh, we put it in the can with uh, one of the Twins top starters and a returning all-star and a real fun lengthy conversation about how Jake and his family are spending not only the holidays Holidays, but the off season, so we will have that conversation for you with Jake Odorizzi. But for more timely matters, let's kick things off here on the Twins Hot Stove Show with our baseball bulletin. That can only mean one thing, and that is news. And the news after our last show two weeks ago was, well, Thad Levine said there were some things probably going to happen. He did not lie. Tyler Clippard, Sergio Romo inked to the Twins' bullpen. couple of veterans. Clippard, of course, has been a workhorse for a long time, nearly a twin a year ago. Ended up in Cleveland where he was quite effective against Minnesota and everybody else. Tyler Clippard added to the bullpen. Sergio Romo, of course, was a real shot of energy for Minnesota's bullpen when he was acquired middle of the season from Miami. He will be back as well. And bigger news coming on New Year's Eve, a New Year's Eve gift for Twins fans. Homer Bailey and Rich Hill added to the Twins rotation. We start with Homer Bailey, 33 years of age, 31 starts a year ago with the Royals and A's. 13-9 and nine with a 4.57 overall. Really came on strong after a slow start when his split finger found its groove. Didn't strike out a ton of batters. 149 in 163 in the third innings. Made two starts against Minnesota last year. Was very effective. Four runs over 10 and a third. Scattering 10 hits, 13 strikeouts. Bailey, a couple of no-hitters uh, in his profile. A veteran. And he will be able to plug a rotation gap right out of the gate. Now, Rich Hill has been a high-end starter the last couple of years. Rich Hill has been injury plagued. He had the blister problems. Uh, last year, he missed a, a ton of action with a forearm strain, only made 13 starts for the Dodgers. But when he's pitched, he has been very, very good. Now, Rich Hill will not be allowed to pitch or expected to pitch until midseason 
after having surgery in October. Hill will be 40 by the time he takes the mound for the Twins. little history with Derek Falvey was with Cleveland in 2013. His story is a wild one. Uh, struggled independent leagues, injuries. In fact, it won him the Tony Conigliero Award. Uh, he also has put up great numbers since 2016 when healthy. Third best opponent average uh, in Major League Baseball for the big lefty at 209. Sixth in ERA at three. Eighth in whip. Ninth in strikeouts per nine innings. Last year, prior to the injury issues, 72 strikeouts in 58 and two-thirds innings. So Rich Hill, when ready, will be a major addition to this staff. And again, not a ton of money, about $10 million extended. One year's deal for each of these guys, $10 million total, low risk, high chance of reward. Rich Hill's going to be like a shot in the arm, middle of the season, a major midseason acquisition to the Twins rotation. So that's the big news for the Minnesota Twins. Adding arms, maybe not the arms you thought and the timeline you thought, but adding arms, still room to be a player for other acquisitions. Guys like Josh Donaldson still floating around looking to play. Now on the Hill and Bailey acquisitions, we did reach out to Thad Levine. Here's what he had to say, and I quote Thad in a text. We are very excited to add Homer Bailey and Rich Hill to our stable of starters. Bailey had a very strong second half last year, contributing meaningfully to Oakland's wildcard berth. Hill has established himself as a top-end, qualitative starting pitcher who has been part of a number of playoff rotations. We have great confidence that Bailey and Hill will bolster our rotation and add meaningfully to our clubhouse. That from Thad Levine on the New Year's Eve edition of Rich Hill and Homer Bailey. Other news in terms of additions around the division. Well, the White Sox still busy. Dallas Keuchel is a White Sox. Edwin Encarnacion, 27 career homers against the Twins. He is a member of the White Sox now as he adds to an already talented and powerful lineup. Encarnacion, a guy who was always given the Twins problems, loves hitting at target field and a no-brainer in the middle of that White Sox lineup. Also a couple of former Twins, C.J. Crone, Jonathan Scope, well, they're in the division as well as they will join Ron Gardenhire and the Detroit Tigers. That is our news and notes, our baseball bulletin. Uh, let's give some prizes away, shall we? It's our What's Brewing competition. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. And you had two weeks to uh, send in your thoughts on this one. Our question was holiday traditions surrounding baseball. We heard from a lot of folks, a lot of you uh, threw in that maybe you got tickets or spring training tickets as a, as a gift under the tree, maybe a new mitt when you were a kid. Uh, but we went with Kurt Peterson. He was a little more, uh, he was a little more, philosophical in his answer longtime listener kurt peterson said holiday traditions are simple for him church holiday movies dinners and quiet time for a minute i thought gino wrote that but it actually came from kurt peterson my baseball holiday tradition though he continues begins with the winter solstice love bringing the solstice into this the days get longer and you inch towards caravan twins fest and spring training. And I thought that was pretty good. We all agreed on it. Kurt Peterson, congratulations. And you've got a Killebrew Root Beer prize pack coming your way as the winner in the What's Brewing competition. If you'd like a Killebrew Root Beer prize pack, and who wouldn't? Well, you've got a chance to win this week. I mentioned what the White Sox have done. We talked about Corey Kluber leaving the division, but the Cleveland Indians, of course, still with guys like Lindor for now, Jose Ramirez, Brad Hand, talented group. Uh, we know kind of rebuilding phases for Kansas City, for Detroit a little bit. So I, we put it to you, point blank, in our What's Brewing competition, who is the biggest threat to the Twins in defending their American League Central crown? Is it Chicago? Uh, that's going to be a popular choice. 
Is it Cleveland? Always uh, going to be competitive with the pitching that they have. Uh, do you see something out of Kansas City and Detroit that maybe other people don't see? Don't just tell us who, but tell us why, and we will award a Killaroo prize pack in our What's Brewing competition next week to the answer uh, that we like the best, that maybe is the most thought-provoking. Who is the greatest threat to dethrone the Twins in the American League Central in this new year we're sharing of 2020? Again, as always, at Twins Radio, use the hashtag Twins Radio to play our What's Brewing competition. We are off and rolling here in 2020, off and rolling with the Twins Hot Stove Show, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. However, you're joining us via Facebook Live across our network here as we christen the new year. And of course, you can podcast us wherever you find your Twins podcast. And always check out the podcast, even if you're able to join us live for some extended and bonus coverage, including bonus conversation this week with Jake Odorizzi. Our chat with Jake Odorizzi is just around the corner. Welcome to 2020. Welcome to another Hot Stove Show. Back in a moment on your home for Twins Baseball. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today, I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous, as in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Plan your next big event at Target Field. With many unique spaces around the park, there's a perfect fit for your event. Contact a sales representative to start planning today. Get more information at twinsbaseball.com. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Here's the pitch. He got him. Strike three and a belt tie fastball. And that's where Jake lives. Yeah, a swung on foul tip. Garber hangs on. Another strikeout for Odorizzi. Now 10 strikeouts here tonight. This is the Twins Hot Stove Show, and we are very pleased to be joined by Jake Odorizzi, Minnesota Twins starting pitcher from sunny Florida on this uh, January 1st as we kick off 2020 and look ahead to the uh, 2020 season for the reigning Central Division champion Minnesota Twins and Jake first and foremost I think I speak on behalf of all of Twins territory in saying that the offseason got off to a very good start uh, the moment they found out that you were returning as a Minnesota Twin that's a complicated decision no matter how much you love a place because you work so hard to earn that that free agent opportunity Walk us through the process you and your family went through uh, to make the decision to, to take that offer and come on home. Yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a very interesting 
scenario to run through. It's um, a short time span to decide, you know, a bunch of life-changing information, essentially. And um, the window is only 10 days to decide, you know, whether to go, you know, be a full free agent or return to, you know, the team that offered you the qualifying offer. So during that time period, you just kind of talk with teams and use that time to gauge interest or talk deals, whatever it may be. And it's just one of those things that it's an ever-changing on a daily basis and you don't you don't know what each day brings because one team could reach out and you know have some new information or maybe they back out so it's always changing and you like I said you only have the 10 days to decide and it's really before the offseason fully kicks off so you know you're trying to gauge what the market's going to look like uh, teams are trying to gauge what it is and um, the decision that we made uh, there's no looking back on it and we're happy with it you know I think it kind of it's getting a little overblown with how you know the off season has gone with different players, but you know at the time I made my decision, I, I made it off the uh, information that I had in front of me and like the homework that we had done going forward. And you know the hindsight of it is you know it is what it is, but at the time you you make the best decision that's best for you, your family, and it's returning to a place that I really enjoy playing and I've got to really love over these last two years, and now I'm making it a third year, so. For us, the the familiarity of being there, the coaching staff, the front office, the team, everybody that you know helps out in the clubhouse, it's just a, a very good place and a familiar place to come back to and spend another year and hopefully have another great year from a team standpoint and you know make the playoffs again and see what happens. Well, you talk about the comfort level, Jake, whether it's with the staff, with Rocco, who you've known forever, with Wes, who you guys uh, certainly had a, a good partnership a year ago one of your finest seasons as a major leaguer but there's also that just the certainty in the offseason right because the other side of that is if you go to the open market no matter how it transpires is there is a lot of juggling going on with your offseason not knowing where you're going to go uh, so that comfort level to just get back to work quickly, that does give you a sense of peace, doesn't it? Yeah, it's nice to have that peace of mind in November. You know where you're going to go. You know what your salary is going to be. You know everything, and especially when you're coming back to the team that you're with, you know mm-hmm. everything about that area and about the team, about the fans, about anything that you – there's no you know unknowns. A lot of guys sign with teams, and then it's starting to learn the organization, learn you know everything all over again, which is you know, part of the gig, but um, – that the familiarity, the having everything kind of laid out for us at such an early point in the offseason was a very good peace of mind thing. And, you know, going out to the market, you know, there could have been more money and possibilities, but there also could have been different things that maybe didn't go our way. So from our standpoint, it was a, pr- a pretty easy decision after talking with, you know, all the options that we had had and coming back, have another good year, and then be a free agent again without a qualifying offer the next year. And I think that's the main focus is, you know, in this game, if you're not willing to bet on yourself, then you know, I don't feel like you're trying to get better in a sense, if that makes any type of sense. I, know yeah, I think that makes a ton of, of sense. Different. Makes a exactly. ton of sense. And, and that's what we're doing this year. And, I, I, you know, after working with Wes and – the success we had last year. I'm just looking to build and do what I did last year and do it a little bit better. Jake Odorizzi is our guest. It's the Twins Hot Stove Show, and, and you talk about working to get better and betting on yourself and your relationship with Wes. Has he made his, his pilgrimages yet? Has he come to, to see you in Florida, or are you guys just in constant contact on the phone? No, no, he hasn't made it out here. You think he's pretty busy with a bunch of his stuff that he's trying to work on for this next year, and you know, I think Wes and I could go without seeing each other and pick up right where we left <laughs> off after months of not seeing each other. He's such a great guy, and I really enjoy, you know, working with him. But we talk quite a bit. I've talked to him quite a bit this off season. 
even during my process of deciding, you know, what, you know, what I was going to do, I wanted to talk with him and it's an important thing to have a good relationship with the pitching coach. And, um, you know, I think that's another thing for guys that get overlooked of where they may or may go. Destination is a great thing, but the people that you're working with every day is, is just as important, if not more important than the place that you're playing at. So, um, what Wes has been able to do in his first year was really impressive. You know, I've been around thankfully long enough that I've seen a lot of, you know, pitching coaches and how they go about it. Veteran pitching coaches, first year guys, and he's done an outstanding job. And I think everybody's really lucky that he's the pitching coach for the Twins. And so much of that relationship is based on trust. And it seems to me as if you guys reach that point of trust, not just a one way, but mutual trust rather quickly uh was that just uh the fusion of your personalities and your shared goals you think that that allowed that to happen so quickly i think it's the shared goal you know from from his standpoint of coming from a college team it's about winning it's about you know national championships whereas you know mlb it's it's a it's a big deal for winning winning is the most important thing not to say that it isn't in college um but you know a world series is the ultimate prize in a baseball career so if everybody has their eyes on being as team oriented and as winning as possible, I think that's what breeds a good team. And he wanted to come in and kind of set that tone of, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do this well, we're going to throw the ball well, and we're going to, you know, keep our team in games. And I think obviously our offense was phenomenal last year, but our, our pitching was, I think, underrated for what it actually was. We, we had a really good staff top to bottom last year with, some guys that were just, you know, learning their their ways or maybe some guys that reinvented themselves a little bit. So there's a lot of credit that needs to be given to him and uh, our pitchers as in the whole of taking those right steps and hopefully we can make some more strides this year as well. Yeah, it's easy to forget that in the swarm of Bombos, uh, two all-star starting pitchers, including yourself last year for the division champion Minnesota Twins. Now, entering last year, you had talked a lot about uh, not only being fully healthy, but also your work at the, the Florida Baseball Ranch. Is that someplace that you continue to work with in the offseason, or is that something you just have to kind of check in with once in a while to freshen up? Or how has your offseason routine this year either differed or been the same as years past? Um, it, it's been treated the same as, as last year for me from uh... – uh, standpoint of you know not having a kid this off season so that's a little less hectic. he's already he's already here but I'm I'm going over to work with Randy and at the Florida Baseball Ranch twice a week nice doing my throwing over there doing everything that I did the off season before and kind of improving on it because the starting point is more down the road than what it was the year before when I was kind of getting back in sync so at a better starting point and kind of more advanced stuff this year so I'm hoping to take some more strides into this season beyond what I did last year. So um, I thought, why not continue to work on the things that got me back to where I viewed myself and now try to get past that point and continue to improve and, you know, lead this staff. When we talked after your All-Star game uh, in Cleveland and, and you talked about the atmosphere and the interaction with your teammates on that, that All-Star club, and the thing I took away from our conversation at the time was just how it cemented in your head that you belonged in that room and that there was still even more that you could get out of yourself. Has that continued to fuel you since then? Absolutely. And to go along with that, the playoff start that I had, and, you know, you always hear the talk of pitchers, you know, everything, but it's how do you perform in the playoffs? And I think I showed pretty well in the playoffs to go along with, you know, having the all-star title and 
being able to kind of use that opportunity to talk with a bunch of guys and just getting that sense of, you know, this this should be me. This should be I should be in the conversation for this every year if I go out and do what I'm supposed to do. And it just gives you that new that new look on preparation, that off season that if you want to get back there, you can't take days off. You have to get your work in. You have to prepare, and you have to prepare all season long. It's not just a, you know, get ready for the season. The first month goes well, then you, you drop off. It's, you have to continue to work for the entire year, the entire offseason to attain those goals because everybody's trying to get there. And to get there once, I think it's given me more fuel to get there again and get our team back to the postseason because the, that atmosphere that I threw in, in October was uh, was the best that I've ever been a part of. Jake Odorizzi, just scratching the surface. He's our guest here on the Twins Hot Stove Show. And if you're listening to us live here as we christen the new year, uh, reminder, you can podcast this show throughout the rest of your holiday week and get some bonus material from Jake. And I want to go back to your talk about being a pitcher and you take great pride in that. I think you have a wonderful pitching mind. Um, and with the technology that you referenced, the Rapsodo and whatnot, have you gotten into the pitch creation uh, I, I know that can be that can be an addictive thing for uh, a person who's got the mindset for it as well as the skills to actually execute it to get into the idea of building pitches through the use of that technology. Is that something where you found yourself going down that path? Not the building of pitches. I think it's the refining. You know, you can only do so much of the baseball that hasn't been done before, and I think that list is pretty limited. I think just about everybody has tried whatever they can do, and it also. You know, you have to know yourself. You know, you can't try to. You know, I, I'm not trying to sink the ball like Gibby does, or I'm not trying to um, throw a hard curveball like Duffy does. Like, you have to know yourself and know what works for you. You can experiment a little bit, but don't, you know, divert from what has made you successful. There's a there's a point of it's more detrimental than it is uh, positive. So you have to, you know, be a good judge of what's productive and what's not productive. So. I just try to improve what I have and maybe tweak the things here, there, see how it works, and then go on from there. But I won't just, you know, try to wholesale change anything because I know I've had success with all this stuff at, you know, the big league level. So I don't need to try to recreate something or create myself or whatever it is. I just need to continue to refine and get better and make tweaks to what I have to improve it to make it take that next step. Well said. Jake Odorizzi is our guest. He's going to stick around for one final segment. We'll have three cuts with Jake next, right here on your home for Twins Baseball. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Plan your next big event at Target Field. With many unique spaces around the park, there's a perfect fit for your event. Contact a sales representative to start planning today. Get more information at twinsbaseball.com. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. 
Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Teens in foster care will love you, even if you don't know the lingo. Dad bod. Now. The result of the occasional donut always washed down with confidence. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Visit adoptuskids.org. Welcome back. It's our final segment of the Twins Hot Stove Show. It's brought to you by Cola Brew Root Beer, locally owned and operated, how memories are created. And legends are made, and you can toast in the new year with a Killebrew root beer uh, here on the Twins Hot Stove Show. Jake Odorizzi is with us, the Twins starting pitcher, as we ring in 2020. Are you a you a resolution guy? Are you a New Year's resolution guy at all, Jake? No, no resolutions. They, I think you just need to have goals throughout the entire year, not just to start the year. Thinking your goals should change as the year progresses, not just stay the same and stagnant the entire year. Now, with your big family also for the holiday season, now Christmas is in the rearview mirror. Are you still probably at this point uh, when the show airs going to be uh, climbing out from underneath all the, the wrapping paper and whatnot? Do you guys do a big New Year's uh, with your family? Um, no, not typically. Once you have kids, they, you don't really make midnight, <laughs> so it just turns into a normal normal day, really. Um, it'll be just a, a casual you know, every day, whatever our schedule brings us down here. So nothing crazy for us, just taking it easy and enjoying the family time. Well, with you back in the Twins uniform next year, we have a chance to see you swing the bat some more uh, in interleague play. So let's get three cuts, get you into the batter's box for three easy cuts here to end our, our show here, kicking off uh, 2020. And we're going to start, it's New Year's Day, uh, which is bowl games, right? That's what we, we think about it now. Uh, aside from you going back in time and becoming that slot receiver at Louisville and catching 100 balls and playing in a bowl game yourself, uh, is there a bowl game that you would either is your favorite that you have to watch every year or that you would like to go to and attend or have attended in the past? Um, I've never attended a bowl game. Um, I'm going to attempt the Gopher game. Nice. Um, that's kind of at the forefront of right now, so I guess I'll, that'll be my first one. I think the only game that I really end up watching now is like the national championship game. Other than that, it's everything's if it's on, it's on. I don't really get to sit down and tune into it too much. Just trying to enjoy the kiddo time, and it's more so cartoons than the sports. So <laughs> I'll, I'll try to get the, the national championship game. But being on the East Coast, it starts so late that Oof. it's one of those things where you can't catch it, the whole thing either, because it gets to be so late in the uh, the day. But uh, I wouldn't say I'm like tuned into every full game or anything like that. It's just, um, you know, if it's on, if it's the schedule, great. If not, no big deal. Uh, other big holiday event, and again, as a parent, this probably takes you right out of the equation, but the last Star Wars movie came out over the holiday season. If we had to cast Star Wars with some of your teammates, is there a, a Luke Skywalker? Is there a Han Solo in your clubhouse? Is there a Darth Vader? I think Vader is like a German term, so that would have to be Kepler. <laughs> um, well done. So that would be the only one for him just to fit the, the title. I don't know enough about the, the movies to like dub anybody a character. I guess I need more data. I'm not up to date on it. I'm sorry. All right. Well, in about 15 years, when you have more time on your hands, you'll be able to go back and uh, and catch up on some of those. This last question with Jake Odorizzi, I know, is in your wheelhouse because it's about hockey. 
Winter Classic is coming to Target Field. Now, as one who has performed in front of massive crowds here at Target Field, you know how cool that is, and you can imagine how cool that would be in the winter setting in this hockey-mad state. If you could watch your beloved Lightning in any venue, what is a, a venue that you would love to see a hockey game in? That's a super tough question. I think they've done, you know, it's a... I feel like a lot of the bigger venues are in warmer climates, so it's almost impossible to do to do hockey in those those climates itself. But um, you know, of all the people in Minnesota, I love hockey. Either you know, the university over there would be a great venue on the football stadium. Um, Target Field would be phenomenal. The way they come out for baseball games, I'm sure, the hockey environment and supporting the Wild would be a, a great turnout. Um, yeah, and maybe if they if they did one in Target Field, I might have to come up and check it out just because it's you know you know my partially my home as well. So it'd be cool to see how it gets transformed into a different uh, venue, I guess, and see how hockey goes. And you know that's about the most perfect hockey weather you can get is uh, you know sub freezing temperatures and probably some snow too. So it would be uh, probably a pretty um, uh, I'm trying to think of a good word for it. A pretty climactic scene for uh, for a hockey game. Well, the Winter Classic is coming to Target Field. Now, if they can just get the Lightning in here to play the Wild, maybe we can get you out for a pregame skate or something. You think maybe we could work on making that happen? <laughs> That'd be If that's the case, I'd be there for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll see what we can do. No promises. But, Jake, we appreciate you joining us today in the middle of the holiday season. Uh, and looking forward to a great 2020, and you enjoy the rest of this day and on into the new year with your beautiful family, and we'll see you up here before too long. All right, I appreciate it, Chris. Thanks for the time today. All right, that's Jake Odorizzi. It's our Twins Hot Stove Show. Don't be afraid to podcast it for some bonus material from today's show, and we'll talk to you again next week on your home for Twins Baseball. You've been listening to the Twins Hot Stove Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer. Locally owned and operated, it's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of a Treasure Island Baseball Network. 2019 was a memorable year for your Minnesota Twins. Back it goes! Deep it goes! Third deck, yes! The Twins look to defend their Central Division title, and you can be part of the journey with the 2020 season ticket package. Home run, Nelson Cruz, number two tonight. Strike three swinging, ball game over, Twins win. Plans start as low as $24 a month and include exclusive perks as part of the Sweet Spot Benefits and Rewards program. Visit twinsbaseball.com slash season tickets to secure your spot for next season. In the history of Twins baseball, there's one name that means legend, Killebrew. So when you gather together this summer, there's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. That's Killebrew. Your family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Pick up a cold, frothy Killebrew root beer at Target Field. Then cheer on the fun. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Come spend your summer at Target Field, home of the Minnesota Twins. Delaware North is now hiring prospective employees at our on-site hiring events. Events will be held January 13th, January 31st, and February 10th from 3 to 6 p.m. in Baton Barrel. See yourself working at the height of the action in concessions, retail, culinary, or other areas throughout Target Field. Delaware North offers free meals, flexible scheduling, competitive wages, and opportunity for advancement. Apply online today at tfhire.com to learn more. That's tfhire.com.